0: Are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What's happening, everybody? What's good? It's your girl, Janan, right here, as you already know, here on TKO All we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about noble fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they are now. Okay, here we are. Yeah, I'm just rubbing my hands right here like Scrooge McDuck, man. Like, I don't even know why, but I'm just so excited to be here today, as always. I mean, there weren't a lot of exciting things going on over the weekend in terms of MMA specifically, but in terms of boxing, man, I have so many things to talk about with you guys today. And I mean, I don't know, you know, as of recently, whenever I think about boxing or like whenever I wanna break down a boxing fight or just do anything uh, that relates to boxing, I just get super excited and like pumped up in a really weird way. I mean, maybe boxing is the new MMA for me. I mean, you never know. And I just feel like ever since the UFC especially was bought by WME, I've just had this weird feeling that it's not the same anymore and it doesn't have the same excitement and um, the purity, you could say, in it anymore. And um, I guess other organizations as well are just trying to follow in the UFC's footsteps and maybe that's why... You know, you don't see the excitement in it anymore. So maybe that's why I'm <laughs> I'm more excited about boxing than um, MMA. And obviously, I'm hella excited about boxing because the upcoming fight between Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather is coming up in like two weeks. I mean, I can't believe it. It's just so surreal. And know how I told you guys, obviously, that we're going to be having an exclusive episode on that fight. And we're, we're going to be exclusively talking about that fight during that um, exclusive episode, obviously. I mean... <sighs> it just doesn't feel like it's going to happen, man. Like, I don't want to be the pessimist in this case, but (laughs) I just have this feeling that, like, some injury is going to go down or just something's going to happen that the fight isn't going to be as um, perfect as we think it's going to be or maybe the fight actually does happen and it's not the exciting fight that we always wanted it to be and it's just one of those boring fights and everybody, you know, both guys are just being extremely cautious and just uh, trying to win and and the uh, with the least amount of work possible. I don't know, man. I just have this f- weird feeling in my gut that something's not going to go <laughs> as planned with the whole Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather thing. And actually, I'm going to be talking about that today because there's been some um, things that have been going on um, in the news and uh, various headlines about this whole um, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather thing that I really want to go through with you guys even though I want to save the juicy stuff um, until the Uh, You know that exclusive episode that we're going to have during fight week for for this fight But still I really I feel like we need to talk about this right now Because it's pretty uh, you know uh, because it's so fresh and hot And it just needs to be talked about right now And that's exactly what I'm going to be doing today And that's not the only boxing thing that we're going to be talking about today As a matter of fact I have so many other boxing things to talk about Going to be talking about uh, Vladimir Klitschko. Going to be talking about uh, Anthony Joshua. And we're going to be talking about some female boxers including Clarissa Shields Nikki Adler just talk about some really interesting things when it comes to boxing we're gonna be talking about that today and depending on how much time we have left uh, we will be breaking down the some of the fights actually that happened um, on UFC fight nights um, on Saturday night in Mexico City you know if we have time you know you guys know me when I start talking about something that I'm really passionate about and specifically <laughs> (laughs) In this case, in boxing, it's really hard for me to just stop talking about that topic and actually uh, stick to the schedule and uh, go through all the things that I want to go through um, in an episode. But I will try my best. We'll see what happens. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Yes. Okay, so starting off with the first headline that I have for y'all. So you might have heard this on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. We all know Vladimir Klitschko. I mean, we talked about his um, recent fight with Anthony Joshua here on TKO. We actually broke it down. It's a pretty, pretty good breakdown. I mean, yeah, it was pretty exciting to just talk about it and just relive those moments. I mean, I watched the fight and it was pretty, pretty ecstatic and um And when I had to break it down for y'all, I mean, I was just going through that that moment and the, uh, you know, uh, the the punches and the strikes and uh, the whole crowd in the arena. I was really feeling it when I was breaking down that fight with y'all. So that's a pretty special fight for me. I mean, in my heart. So talking about Vladimir Klitschko and Anthony Joshua. Well, this past um, uh, Wednesday actually Vladimir Klitschko came out and said that he has officially retired from boxing. And man, I mean, uh, so many, so many mixed feelings. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of happy for him because, um, he, he's trying to start up this new chapter in his life. And, um, at the same time, I'm kind of sad because he was just such a talented boxer and he was only 41 years old. I mean, uh, even though 40, when you say 41 I mean that's kind of old And not that old at the same time I mean yes if you're in MMA If you're 41 then yes Definitely retire because uh, MMA is kind of different from boxing Because it's just more dynamic And um, it more violent and dangerous When it comes to your health So when, you, when you're 41 and you're doing MMA I would say definitely retire But in boxing I mean we have guys who are Almost 50 and, and are still fighting So I would say this was a bit early for Vladimir Klushko to retire, and uh, I'm talking about his professional record, man. He's had so many notable fights and so many accomplishments, man. I mean, he's been doing this for the past 27 years, and wow, just wow. It just really blows my mind, and, uh, you know, just... Starting from his amateur career, he, um, in 1996, he won a gold uh, medal in the Olympics, and um, he had a pretty, pretty successful amateur career before he got, um, before he turned professional, and when he turned professional... Obviously, he became the champion, the heavyweight champion, and and he held uh, many, many belts. He held the—I mean, taken from WBO, WBA, IBF, IBO, so many boxing um, belts he did hold— And um, As a matter of fact, he's one of those guys who has defended his title many, many times, about 19 times, I think, in in his um, weight division, so in the heavyweight division. He's um, one of those guys who's been um, uh, holding on to his belt, who had been holding on on to his belt for a while, and who will always be up there. as a few guys amongst those few guys who has um, done it in the entire history of um, of the heavyweight division in boxing and um, he used to train under the same coach as Mike Tyson him and his brother actually so Vladimir Klitschko and Vitaly Klitschko they're both um, successful um, boxers and fighters and they've been Just getting so many accomplishments and so many wins. Great, great wins on their professional career. So, yeah, just like I said, uh, both uh, Klitschko brothers... Uh, used to train under the same coach that would train Mike Tyson. And um, I'm obviously talking about Freddie Roach. And Freddie Roach actually said that Vladimir Klitschko hits harder than Mike Tyson himself, even though they were both in the same weight division. So they were both heavyweights. But Vladimir Klitschko was just a different beast, man. And, you know, it was just so, um, I mean, what a career, because Vladimir Klushko, just like I said, he's such a talented boxer. And he's, th- he's had such a great career. And honestly, I just don't even know what to say right now because he's just one of, he's definitely a GOAT. So he's one of the greatest boxers of all time. I mean, <laughs> no doubts about that. So hats off to Vladimir Klushko. Best of luck with um, whatever is next for him in this next chapter of his life. And so, in his last fight, Vladimir Klitschko fought um, Anthony Joshua, the current um, IBF and WBA heavyweight champion, and um, the fight had been going pretty well, as you guys might recall. I mean, it was pretty close until the eleventh round when um, Anthony Joshua he kept knocking down uh, Vladimir Klitschko, and there was this one big uppercut that really, really rocked him. And b- because of that, it was a it, it was a knockout uh, for Anthony Joshua, and so Vladimir Klitschko lost his last professional fight. I mean, people say that maybe it was because of that fight that he actually retired, but I really don't think so because in his entire fights, he's had 69 fights, 69 professional fights, and out of those fights, he's won about 64 of them. So he's only had five losses on his um, professional career, which is pretty good when you're at that level and you've been fighting for 27 years, man. That's just wow, just wow. And um, so, yeah, just like I was saying... Anthony Joshua defeated Vladimir Klitschko. And now that Vladimir Klitschko has retired, because a lot of people were saying that there needs to be a rematch between Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko because the fight was just so extremely close. But now that Klitschko has actually retired, You know, the question is, what does Anthony Joshua do with his belts and who should he uh, face next? And so the thing is in boxing, I mean, it's kind of different from uh, MMA because in boxing, when you you have different belts, they're obviously from different organizations. So for for instance, um, if MMA, I mean, I'm not sure if this analogy would work and you guys will get it, but Here's an example, so say if john jones um he was the light heavyweight champion at the u f c and say Bellator who would be the he would have the u f c belt obviously and the bellator belt, but in order for him like he would have to defend his belts separately. It's not like oh like you just um, fight this random person off of uh, this random organization no, you have to each organization would give you. A certain opponent, a certain title challenger, for you to face, and you have to figure out which one. You could do both. You could um, defend your uh, both of your belts, but you p- pretty much have to choose which one you you would like to do most. So there are many many um, criteria that come in mind when it comes to. Uh, which belt to defend you know you can definitely consider uh, which which contender is uh, is going to be the easiest fight for you which one is going to give you the the better money and yeah there's so many criteria to consider when it comes to defending which belt and now back to our case over here in Anthony Joshua's case, because he's currently the WBA and the IBF champion, so he's simultaneously he has those belts. But WBA is proposing that he's uh, that he fights Luis Ortiz, and IBF is proposing a different opponent, Kubrat Polev. So the ultimate decision comes down to Anthony Joshua himself. So. Which guy is the easier fight? Which one um, is going <laughs> to basically guarantee that he's going to keep his belt? And a lot of people are saying, and actually it really does make a lot of sense, that Anthony Joshua is going to keep his IBF belt because um, Pulev is an, is a much, much easier fight than um, Luis Ortiz because I'm not sure if you guys have seen fights by Luis Ortiz, but he's a pretty big guy and <laughs> he, he throws deadly, deadly shots, so it would be pretty smart for Anthony Joshua not to actually face um, uh, Luis Ortiz, but at the same time, I mean, it would be pretty interesting to see what, what the outcome would be in that fight, uh, what the fight with Luis Ortiz, but I mean, you have to be smart in this case, you either have to put on a show and just like, uh, show how courageous you are, you know, even though that uh, there could be a risk that you will lose your belt, because uh, right now Anthony Joshua is currently under Defeated in his professional career So <laughs> you know he would have to Risk a lot if he goes into a fight With Luis Ortiz so it be best Not to do so so as a result um, There's Rumors that he is going to Defend his IBF belt and let Go of the WBA um, Because the Pull of fight is going to be a much much Easier fight for him okay so there You have that man so Moving on to our Conor McGregor and Floyd Money Mayweather news, so I'm pretty sure you guys have heard about Conor McGregor's um, fight camp. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of change um, in his um, training style and um, how he prepares for this fight because obviously, it's not an first of all, it's not an MMA fight, and there's so many. Even though in MMA, you do box your opponent, you do striking. But when you actually want to do a boxing, a pure boxing match, things are going to be different. So you have to learn, you know, how to how to adjust um, your skills and how to adapt to the things that are thrown at you in boxing. So as a result of that, Conor McGregor has had various um, sparring partners so far. And uh, one of the most notable ones is Malignagi. Malignaggi. Okay. And Pauly Malik himself is a former boxing champion. And he fights around the same weight division that Conor McGregor is going to be fighting Floyd May- Mayweather. So around 154 pounds, around that. So Paulie Malik Maliknagi has been um, signed to be Conor McGregor's sparring partner. And they've been doing a few sparring sessions with each other. However, I mean, obviously, as a sparring partner, you have to keep things secret to yourself. And sometimes it's even um, mentioned in the contract that you have to keep quiet about how the person you're sparring with um, is doing and not give out any secret, uh, you know, uh, training styles or whatever to to the opposing camp. Cause that's pretty important I mean you hire sparring partners to help you not to like go behind your back and stab you you know in that case so in this case, Paulie Malignaggi had had a few sparring sessions with Conor McGregor, and in the beginning, he's been saying to the media he he wasn't revealing a lot about how Conor McGregor was fighting him. He would just say that you know um, ever since he for, ever ever since they both started sparring with each other, there's been a lot of improvements with Conor, and um, you know he's um, he knows how to get around and uh, just um, improve his uh, weaknesses and um, get stronger each time however for the past few weeks um Paulie McNaggy has been saying a few bad things about Conor McGregor and has said that he doesn't want to continue with um, Conor's camp and at first we didn't know why that was the case but now we know that um there's been a few like verbal um <laughs> verbal aggressions between these two and um the McGregor camp had been posting pictures of their sparring sessions with um, Malinogie, and Malinogie and um, and those pictures and videos had looked really like beat up. And um, Malinogie has come out and said that that's not the case, and they've edited the footage, and you know it's not true. And they're just trying to make uh, they're they're just trying to make McGregor look good in the eyes of the media. And so there's a lot of problems with that in that case. <laughs> And they're just trash-talking each other, man, even though, I mean, it's not the smartest thing to do. I feel like Conor McGregor really needs to focus on himself and um, how he needs to improve as a fighter, as a boxer, for this upcoming fight. I mean, heck, the fight is going to be in two weeks. So why is he trying to focus on drama, like, such cheap drama like this like he should just focus on himself and the fight the upcoming fight that's the most important thing but <laughs> I mean there's just some back and forth trash talking between these two and uh, I don't know man like when, when I talk about trash talking I mean I feel like it's necessary as much as you guys know that I hate trash talking when it comes to martial arts and uh, just uh, combat sports but in this case I mean obviously if, if there weren't any trash talk uh, between the uh, The McGregor and the Floyd Mayweather uh, camps Obviously the fights wouldn't be uh, as um, entertaining I mean the fans want to look forward to something Like there has to be some sort of a beef or something Between the two camps But not um, in one's camp only Like there shouldn't be internal conflict And Uh, in a person's camp because it's just going to make you weaker and um, distract you from the actual priority which in this case is the actual upcoming fight on August 26th so there's one thing and then there's (laughs) Floyd Mayweather saying that he's willing to fight Conor McGregor with eight ounce gloves and okay guys so in MMA uh, the gloves that Conor McGregor usually fights with, uh, the gloves that any MMA fighter usually fights with, the the fingerless gloves, uh, usually weigh around four ounces. And so right now, Floyd's saying that he's willing to fight Conor McGregor with eight ounce gloves, and that's you know you don't usually do that in boxing unless you weigh like one hundred twenty five pounds or like really really low. And um, actually, the rule in this case is that if you weigh up to and including 135 pounds in boxing you must wear eight ounce gloves but over this weight you should wear 10 ounce gloves and so in this case uh the the two are going to be fighting at 154 pounds so it's not possible legally it's definitely not possible but mcgregor has been saying that he's going to come into this fight wearing his four ounce gloves so it, really, it just really doesn't make sense. And they're just going at this to keep the fans excited, I think, and to just keep up the trash talk, man, even though there's only two weeks left to this fight, but they're just trying to do all they can when it comes to trash talk. And um, you never know what's going to happen, right? And <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Like, it's just so amusing. And I guess annoying at the same time, because, just like I said, I really despise trash dogging, but in this case, it's just funny, man. It just really makes me laugh. It just makes me cackle, like... Oh, man. Okay. Okay, moving on. Okay, I feel like we're doing pretty good in terms of time, but I feel like I need to, yeah, we probably have to go for a quick break, and after we come back from this break, then we're going to be breaking down the fight that happened between Clarissa Shields and Nikki Adler. Yes, the boxing fight between Clarissa Shields and Nikki Adler. Okay,
1: here we go. When I step into the ring, everything stops. I do not hear a thing. No, I do not fear a bing. When I get in the zone, you can never stop what I bring. If I get a hook with a left, it's gonna sting. Now I got you ducking the fade and fading, no swings. And it ain't no backing out, man. I'm telling you, blacking out on my opponent. Whatever moment the bell goes, dead. Come on, Come on. I ain't here to play around. I just came to build a type of legacy that stay around. And I ain't here to wait around. If I want it, I'ma fight for it. Ain't no other way around. Cause I ain't scared on no level. I don't want silver or bronze. I won't settle. Cause nothing like traveling back to your old ghetto. Everybody rooting for you to get you a gold medal. cat. Yeah, you at me and i am a damage And I'ma be. The reason everybody pulling out the camera. You wanna win? Me, you need stamina. And when it's time to get that butt, you know the voting was unanimous. You know where I'm from in the city, nothing but animals. When I get in the ring, you go see me turning a Hannibal Lecter. You don't know belong inside of my sector. Betcha, won't be nobody here to protect ya. lecture back on your feet to you square up again. I'ma hit you in the nose, eyes, chest, mouth, chin. Losing is not an option. If I ain't in the win, I ain't stopping until he in the ten. Yet again, I'm the champion. Yeah. I am the champion. You can't take my crime. Can't stop now. I done made it too far. been defeated, I ain't never back down, you can't take my crown, cause I am the champion. I am the champion, I am the champion, I am the champion, champion. champion. you can't take my crown. Hey
0: everybody, what is happening? It's your girl Jonon from TKO, in case you're just joining us right now. All we talk about here on TKO is MMA and other combat sports, in case you didn't know. Okay, so the song you just heard was called Champion by Lyric the Queen, and this is a song that Clarissa Shields usually walks out to whenever she has a fight, a boxing fight. So, having said that, I'm going to be breaking down the fight that happened over the weekend between Clarissa Shields and Nikki Adler. I feel like we haven't really broken down any boxing fights uh, that have been happening between uh, female boxers, but I mean, <laughs> that's pretty exciting. So, let's get right to it. So,. First of all, let me just give you a brief background of um, boxing when it comes to female fighters. So, actually, the bitter truth is there aren't a lot of competitors when it comes to female boxing. I mean, yes, female fighters have been um, involved with uh, mixed martial arts, but when it comes to boxing and boxing on on a um, worldwide panel, I guess you could say, it's not as popular. Like, you don't Talk about female boxing and you just bring up this one dominating champion that has been dominating the entire boxing field when it comes to female boxing. But right now, let me tell you this. Clarissa Shields is here to change the game. I mean, yes, before people were talking about how Laila Ali, Muhammad Ali's daughter, was the greatest female boxer of all time. But right now, Clarissa Shields is even going above and beyond that. So, Clarissa Shields, let me just give you a brief background of Clarissa Shields. Clarissa Shields, she is from Flint, Michigan. And she is the only boxer, male or female, who has won um, consecutive gold medals in back-to-back Olympics. And that's pretty impressive. I mean, first of all, she's the first ever um, American woman to win a medal a gold medal in uh, boxing, in Olympic boxing. And she's also won... She's the first uh, American to win a Olympic medal and a Pan Am medal just in the same year. So that's pretty impressive, too. And that's just when it comes to her amateur record. Actually, she just started her professional career, and currently she is 4-0, so no losses on her record. And she's been doing pretty, pretty well. And um, fun fact for y'all: Clarissa Shields has been sparring with um, Chris Cyborg, who we talked about earlier. She, uh, Chris Cyborg, is the new women's um, featherweight champion in the UFC, and um, they both uh, weigh around the same, um, the same weight at 170 pounds ish. So they're they're one another's um, sparring partners. So coming back to this fight, Clarissa Shields and Nikki Adler. Nikki Adler. Are Should I say, I mean, I'm just going to spoil it for y'all. She used to be the WBC um, women's champion in super middleweight at 168 pounds. But Clarissa Shields came in and she changed the game. The fight started and Nikki Adler could not do a thing. Clarissa Shields kept bombarding her with shots and just powerful, powerful shots. Hooks. And jabs, she would lead with a jab and throw a right hand. And her shots are so powerful. And um, if you want to calculate how how accurate and how much they would be, they would get absorbed by Nikki Adler 100%. They would get absorbed 100% by Clarissa Shield's opponent. And I mean, the fight didn't even go the full distance in the fifth round because Nikki Adler couldn't do anything and she just kept being punched at, basically. As a result of that, the referee stopped the fight through TKO. And there you have it. We have a new women's super middleweight champion in boxing, the new WBC champion. And wow, just wow. Everybody needs to watch out for this lady. Clarissa Shields is going to be the next greatest woman boxer of all time everybody's gonna remember her name so there you have that oh man i'm just looking at the clock right now and we're almost out of time man what does this always happen but okay well unfortunately that's all the time we're gonna have for this week unfortunately we didn't have time to talk about the ufc but make sure that you go on to cfr.ca to catch up with tko And until next time, it's your girl Janan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.